it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Geminis, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Okay. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode with me Gemma from Easy Yoga All Things Yoga. So today I have a very special guest with me. His name is Martin and he is a multi-award winning international consultant, coach, speaker and author who helps busy and overweight entrepreneurs, consultants and business owners to obtain the fitness and lifestyle that makes them happier, more confident and with the flexibility to continue to be the best. He He's worked in the corporate and entrepreneurial world since 1993 and in his own consulting firm since 2009, delivering transformational, I can never say that word, change to clients across the wide range of sectors. After personally succumbing to obesity and working his way out of it, he's obtained recognized qualifications in health and sports science, was mentored by the world leading online physique and lifestyle coach and became a member of the Chartered Institute for the Management of Sport and Physical Activity. So welcome, Martin. Thank you for being on. Thank you very much, Gemma. It's a pleasure to be here. That's all right. And it's nice to see you face-to-face as well. Well, not face-to-face. We're still on Zoom, but... (laughs) Uh, It's all virtual. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So, yes, why and how did you start your business? What do you do or how do you do it? Okay, so so you you pretty much caught it in the introduction, (laughs) really. I mean... uh, the reason why I started this business was all around the fact that I struggled to find an answer as to how I could get my myself out of obesity. Uh, back in uh, 2014, I, I went on holiday with my family and uh, I, was, I was really successful. You know, we're five years into running our, our own consulting firm. Nice. We've got a number of really good clients. We've done some, some amazing business transformations, some absolutely fantastic things. Um, but while we're on that holiday, it's like a couple of kind of the key things happened. The, the first one was when I was trying to take my kids on some roller coasters in uh, Universal Studios, Orlando. Um, they said I couldn't take them on because I was just too big to fit in the seats. Wow. Oh, um, my gosh. So, so as you can probably imagine, it's, it, it was a shock to be told that. Yeah. I kind of never imagined myself being like that at all. I just didn't see it. Um, and then it was kind of quite embarrassing. Um, I was quite thankful in some respects because a friend of mine came with us. So he kind of took took all the roller coasters because my <laughs> wife's not too keen on them. Yeah. But yeah. So that, that was the incredible Hulk roller coaster of all things. Oh, well. I love I that. <laughs> um so, so yes yeah, so that was kind of the, the first bit and the second one it was during the holiday we obviously took loads of photos such a fabulous place and um just looking back over them one evening and I, I kind of got a picture of, of myself um and, and, and I've realized I like, had moves bigger than my wife's boobs and I was like this is just wrong uh, and, and I think that was kind of the, the big awareness and opening for me because at that point I could then start to 
almost recognize that other symptoms that I had was down to that. Because you, you find excuses for these things, don't you? Yeah, you kind of think, yeah. well, actually, I'm just getting a bit old or, you know, I'm sitting in all those meetings. So that's why everything's a bit aching, a bit sore and yeah. all those kind of things. And, and the reality was it wasn't. So I then started to try and find a way of, of getting myself out of it. And I, and I spent about five years on this journey just yeah. really trying all sorts of things I mean you, you, you can imagine I mean all, all the mainstay stuff I got myself a gym membership and I got a, a personal trainer I, I kind of downloaded diet plans off the internet and and I was doing all the things like 10,000 steps a day etc but none of it kind of works yeah and certainly not for me because especially with the lifestyle that I had because I was dealing with people around the world I was doing these great big transformations it kind of meant that I wasn't always going to be in the same place at the same time doing the same thing in the yeah. same way and a lot of these kind of processes that people want you to go through to to uh, achieve a, a, a better physique are all around those kind of things it's all around you have to see the pt on a friday at 10 o'clock yes. every single week and you have to go do your cardio every single morning and yada 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 and that just didn't fit into my lifestyle so yeah. i wouldn't end up doing the bits that i wanted to do uh, and, and things just got worse over time effectively um and that wasn't as it was until I started working with the online physique and lifestyle coach. And it, that really was transformative because all of a sudden I wasn't tied to doing things at a specific time or in a specific place or at specific t- uh, locations or anything. Yeah. Um, and that opened up a whole new possibility. And then once I'd kind of done that for a year and realized that actually I could make a difference, I dropped from, uh, I dropped over 40 kilos in that first wow. year. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Which is it's, it's just fantastic. That's amazing. Uh, I went, down from like a 54 inch waist and I think I was uh, 38 by the time I finished that first year Incredible. um so yeah just 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 it was just such amazing transformation and, and, and all the kind of other follow-on bits that kind of came from that the more confidence and yes. I, I just felt so much more better none of I had none of the achiness anymore all yeah. the back pain just disappeared magically overnight <clears throat> obviously there was nothing to do with getting old quite clearly um <laughs> No, of so, course. Yeah. So that's kind <laughs> that's of incredible. Why that's I set really it up? Amazing. Yeah. Because yeah, and people around... want these these quick fixes all of the time. Like, yes, you see yourself on holiday in a picture, and you think, right, okay, that's not me anymore. I don't want that. That's horrible. I don't like looking at myself, especially being naked or whatever. And then they want that that really quick fix, and it doesn't. It's not a quick fix at all. With weight loss, it takes ages. But you've got to be willing to find that that determination to get to whatever weight that you want to get to or yeah size that you want to be yeah absolutely and and there is a safe way of doing it because obviously the thing is about the the way the body changes over time so you're going to be targeting somewhere like uh, around about a pound to two pounds which is about half a kilo to a kilo a week nothing more um, because obviously your body can then have a negative effect and it means that it has time to adjust over that time as well Um, but it doesn't stop you wanting to try these things out and, and again yeah. during those kind of five years uh, i've tried all sorts i was on uh, i tried fat burning coffee as one thing that that, that <laughs> didn't work for me there's at all <laughs> oh yeah yeah there's a thing uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure if there's a thing like sucking your own shoelaces trying i would have tried it but, um and, and and the thing is it's quite ridiculous some of the things that people come out with and say give it a go but you, yeah. you're at that moment you're kind of just scrabbling around to think is there anything i can do to make a difference and, and yeah. that kind of then means you will grab onto these these items and say let's give it a go and give it a try yeah yeah um, but you're 100 right it, it 
takes time and it takes yeah. consistency and uh, one of the things I do chat with people about is is the fact that most diets most exercise plans and fitness plans will actually work the key thing is actually having that consistency yeah. um, of doing what you need to do uh, and yeah. being honest with yourself about it yeah yeah definitely there was I don't know if you've seen it, actually there was a guy in America who uh, I don't know what size he was I think he was he was really big must have been 30 stone something like that I don't know what that is in pounds but yeah really really big and he started yoga he met this guy who was a yoga teacher and his yoga teacher had said yeah let's do chair yoga and every single day he was doing it and it did take him i think three or four years to actually get down to well there's no normal size but uh, a size of his age whatever that is i think it was like mid 40s or something and yeah it was incredible he dropped to it must have been 18 20 stones something like that and you think wow that's incredible just by doing something every single day but again it wasn't a quick fix so yeah he tried everything like you were saying and didn't work but found this guy who was a yoga teacher and and did it and stuck with him and i think that's really good that people want to you probably find this as well with your clients that people have to have the mindset first they have to realize that they want to lose that weight or yeah they have to it has to be within them because otherwise they're not going to stick to it yeah absolutely beyond measure of doubt and uh, I, I kind of think there's about six key areas that people have to have to to make a big change in in their life whether that is weight I mean no, it's not always weight loss for people sometimes yeah. it's a case that they want to put weight on or put muscle on yes. or something or or they want to run faster or they want to be fitter or, or some of the most enjoyable clients I've worked with it's just simple things like you know they want to go and play with the kids on a weekend and be able yeah. to take them on bike rides or do the monkey bars and things and and that moment when they ring you up and they go I've just done the monkey bars with my boy and it's it's so heartwarming uh, and amazing um, but it does it all just starts off in, in your mind it all starts with kind of your values where do you value yourself and uh, and I think for me certainly that that was kind of the biggest kind of change was actually realizing that I did a lot of things for everybody else, but I would not necessarily do things for me. And I think a lot of people yes. can be in that kind of position, especially as you start to develop, uh, develop and you've got a family or you've got other responsibilities or ties yeah. or work or various other things that come into our lives. Every yeah, day. yeah. Um, but then suddenly realising that actually, if you don't look after yourself, then it doesn't matter. You, you will never be able to look after those others. And, and for yes. me, that was one of the biggest turning points. And then realizing that actually, if I'd continued on the course I was on, yeah. not only would I not have been able to support, you know, friends and family and, and clients, etc., yeah. but I would have actually become a hindrance to them because uh, I would have then become uh, somebody that they needed to look after. And that's yeah. not what I wanted. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's really. I think it it certainly starts with you, but with the with the way we are at the moment, like society always says, right, you need to do this, 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 or be working however many hours and yeah, not really taking care of yourself. And then you feel exhausted and then you feel tired and then you can't look after your kids or whatever. But the way we're trying to make people think now is yes, you do need to look after yourself because then you will then be able to look after other people. So exactly what you're saying really, yeah. And then trying to do all that like, in a way that isn't actually increasing your stress as well. Because uh, yeah. that's the other kind of 
key hidden thing that happens is, is once your body's in kind of a, a stressful position, it starts to break itself down. You start getting more ill. Things do start to go wrong because you're not giving it the rest and recover their needs. And yeah. I'm sure you know, once you've had a really good yoga session, you kind of come away from there. You might be feeling yeah. a little bit aching, a bit tired. Your body needs that kind of yeah. position to actually be able to rebuild itself. It does. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't give it that time and that space to be able to do it, because, you know, you can go from, you know, perfectly calm to stressed in a heartbeat yeah. but actually it takes a long time to go from being stressed to being perfectly calm yes so you need to yeah. give it the space and the time to be able to do that and, and yeah. if you don't do that then you're really wasting your time with everything yeah yeah definitely and do you find people have excess skin as well because they've lost the weight so then do they have an issue with that as such some people do um it's one of those kind of really weird things isn't it? because everybody's body is different yes. so everybody's body yeah. reacts in a slightly different way um one of the things that I, for example i can give you anything you want to talk about my, my body because obviously that's my body i can't necessarily talk about everybody else's yeah. um but with mine it, a lot of the skin has actually shrunk it's not gone back to being um what you'd expect for somebody of my age yes. but it's certainly a lot smaller than it was i'm certainly not looking at any kind of skin surgery or anything to, to yeah, reduce yeah. Um, but I've still got that kind of skirt around the middle um, and, and that probably will never disappear. Uh, yeah. And that's kind of a byproduct of where I was. And, you know, there's definitely it sounds comfortable with that because yeah, actually yeah. I've achieved what I wanted to do, which was to become fitter and healthier and happier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for other people, it is different reasons. I, I, for example, there's, there's guys you listen to on the internet where actually they've been through these major kind of transformations and actually the other side of it still got the skin and that's the bit now that's causing them the concerns so they then go for the skin surgery, um, which can be quite traumatic in its own right yeah. anyway uh, and still leave you with scars and things. So it really does come down to who you are. I mean, yeah. there are things you can do that kind of help um so for example definitely keep yourself hydrated because uh, you, you, your skin especially requires a lot of, of moisture uh, yes. to keep its elasticity as soon as you start to become dehydrated at all then that obviously is where it starts to lose it um and, and then also things like make sure you've got your nutrition right so for example one of the key things uh, from a skin point of view is make sure you've got enough omega-3 into your diet so yeah. the ehas and the dhas are required because um, they are parts that uh, they are essential fatty acids that your body cannot create or, or or build from any other building block yeah that's what it uses it uses it for your skin it uses it for your brain and various other bits and pieces yeah yeah so, so again making sure you've got sufficient of those in your diet and i know that everybody likes fish i mean it is a specific <laughs> i was gonna bring that up actually yeah, yeah. because but, we're, we're going through like the climate change thing at the moment or whatever everyone's talking about but they're saying don't eat fish because they're not sustainable anymore. So how are we going to get over that? Is there things that we can eat like nuts and pulses? Do they have omega-3s in or not? There are some things like flaxseed oil, for example, is a, is a source of ALA, which can be converted into to, uh, the essential fatty acids that you need. Yeah. Um, so there is other ways of being able to get certain amounts of the fat better off trying to get it from fish if you can yeah. uh, but obviously it's, it's, I love fish. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm the same 
<laughs> but it's, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but that, that's where you just need to find out about what makes that person tick. So again, it comes down to, you know, what, what worked for me doesn't necessarily work for everybody else and yeah. what works for you won't work for everybody else. Yeah. But there will be things that you can kind of bring together and it's finding those kind of key combinations. It's back to that yeah. whole just simple principle of everybody's body's different. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. life is different. Yeah. So it's finding that uh, that pathway that's specific for them those little bits that make them work yeah yeah definitely and over the years as well with my clients I've said to them every like if you look at your finger your your index finger or your thumb you've got a different thumb and fingerprint to everybody else and then also if you look at a grain of sand in the sea or the beach that grain of sand is so different to all of the other grains of sand so you are everybody is different and then I think one of my clients had said to me that um their friend lost quite a lot of weight by doing yoga, but she hasn't, my, my client hasn't. I'm like, well, she's different. This other person is different to you, mm. has a different lifestyle, has a different, yeah, body, BMI, everything like that is is different. And it's it's hard to change the mindset of people to, and you probably find that as well, that yeah, what one person does, the other person wants to do, and it doesn't might not work for them. So then you try something else. Yeah, it's it's interesting actually because uh, again from my background coming from like um, large scales like business change and things, you start to understand a lot more about um, the difference between simple systems, complicated systems, and and complex systems. And everybody likes simplicity, you know. So they like to you know eat this, get that effectively. Yeah. And, and and if they can do that, that's great. Then you can give them something slightly more complicated, and they'll get their head around it if they really want to do it. So for example, you might be do exercise A, B, C, and D, follow recipe plan one, two, and three. And they will do that effectively. Yeah. It's complicated, but they will do it because they know at the end of it there will be a result that they will get. But the reality is people are complex systems. You know, we've got multiple things kind of bombarding us in so many different ways. I mean um the butterfly effect is probably one of the best kind of examples to say actually yeah. how how things work with the different parts of your body because the reality is you've got so many different nuances so many different stimuli so many different things that are going on in, in yeah. your life that it is a case of just working out what it is you could almost eat sleep have the same body shape as the person next to you the same metabolism but if you've got more stress in your day than the other person has then they're going to make progress and you're not yeah you know, you yeah. could be nailing it on your exercise just as the person next to you, but if they're eating better than you are, they're going to progress and you're not. And, and it could literally be down to just these simple little changes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hello, this is Gemma from Easy Yoga, and I wanted to talk to you about the Easy Yoga On Demand Yoga classes. Now, transform the way you start and set the tone for your days. Come and join the Easy Yoga On Demand Yoga classes, where you will be able to stretch your yoga practice, calm your your mind and feel totally amazing in the process. Now the collection of flows, meditations and mindfulness movements focus on strength and flexibility to help you hit the ground running each morning and to handle any challenges that come your way with grace and ease because we always have challenges. Every single day we have challenges. So together we wake up the body, focus on the mind and take each day with power and intention. And you can leave this platform feeling calm, relaxed, connected, alive and most of all focused on you. And there are so many different classes. There's over 260 classes now all taught by me. There are how to, so how to do downward dog, how to do tree pose, how to do a certain yoga pose. There's also yoga fours, so yoga for headaches, yoga for shoulder pain, yoga for backache, yoga for stomach ache, lots of different things like that. There are over, I think now 15 meditations 
so you can feel calm and you can relax. There are lots of other ones. So we've got Hatha yoga, we've got Vinyasa, we've got office yoga, chair poses. There are so, so many different ones on there. So go and have a look. It is free for seven days and then it's just seven pounds a month after that. And the website is easyyoga.co.uk forward slash access now 100% free. That's easyyoga.co.uk forward slash access now now 100% free and it's free for seven days and then it's seven pounds a month after that and do you work with clients that are or have like a different um blood sugar levels and things like that so have diabetes or have type 2 diabetes or even type 1 diabetes do you work with different well medical conditions i suppose yeah i have worked with people with different medical conditions definitely i still do uh, yeah. so i'm quite happy to do so um there are certain things that you just need to be aware of uh, but nothing usually is, is too much out of the remit there is always something everybody can do for their own body to make yeah. it work yeah. um and, and and sometimes it can be the most simplest of things um and, and there, there are some certain things that you need to make sure you don't don't do so for example if you've got somebody who's got a, a heart condition or is hypertensive or something like that then you, you don't start getting them to do planks or posing yeah. or anything else like that which you've got an isometric hole because it increases their blood pressure you know that's bad yeah. it's not a good thing to do yeah um <laughs> And likewise, it's just being conscious about, you know, if you are working with somebody who's got type 2 diabetes, be aware that, you know, they're going to have um, difficulties maintaining their kind of sugar levels, etc. Yeah. So there are going to be times when they're not going to be able to uh, specifically work within a, a certain nutrition plan because they're going to be having uh, pikes, spikes and troughs and things like that. Yeah. And, and they're going to need to be able to manage that and probably working directly with a dietitian, especially if they're in a pretty bad way, yeah. um, to make sure that they get it correct. Yeah, there's all sorts that uh, you, you can do, though, with people. There's uh, one lady I was working with uh, and she found it really, really difficult to walk. And it was just a case of just just giving us some simple things to do. Yeah. Uh, so, that, again, like you were saying, a bit like the armchair yoga idea. Yeah. Um, but over time, and it did take a good year or two. Um, she actually went from being a, having to walk with two sticks all the time to actually being able to walk just with one stick. Wow, that's great. And, and again, it's just little little things. things yeah yeah definitely and it's, it's easier to change little things than one big thing have one big goal at the end but little steps to get there because otherwise people then just think oh, i can't bother to do that i don't want to do that it's too much effort <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You need to break it down into like manageable, manageable steps. And, and once you kind of set your goal, um, so obviously you're going to have a long term goal, midterm goals and, and some short term goals. Once you've achieved your short term goal, yeah. set your next one. Once you've achieved your midterm goal, set your next one. Don't ever spend your time without having the goal there, because what tends to happen is you, you start to go backwards. There is there's kind of this mythical idea of maintenance being in the middle. But actually, it doesn't really exist. Your body is either um it's like growing or dying that's the kind of two yes. key states you've got in yeah. uh and you've just got to manage that so you've yeah. got to make that kind of decision of where you want to do do you want to effectively increase the amount of body mass that you've got in which case that'll be one process or do you want to decrease yeah. it yeah. and the only option you've got is whether you want to consciously do that by setting a goal yeah. or unconsciously do that by being led by what's happening around you yeah yeah that's so true. And also, actually, my husband, when we got married uh, in 2010, he was he was really, really thin. I don't know what uh, what he weighed, but he was really, really thin and not like 
seriously anorexic <laughs> it was just tall and thin and my mom was showing she was a hairdresser and she was showing all of the, the wedding photos and a few people had said my god isn't he thin and then she came back and said that and and people don't really realize that you wouldn't say that to a fat person a bigger person you wouldn't go oh you're big you're fat you people have this thing that if you're thin they will still say oh you're a bit thin today or yeah you've lost weight and that really made him think it's like oh okay well maybe i do need to put on some more weight and actually he did he, he ate quite a lot and really really good foods went to the gym a lot and yeah and did put on quite a bit to be a slightly bigger person but if you're happy in your body you shouldn't have to be and that's coming back to society again you shouldn't yeah. have to yeah be what society wants you to be it is and, and sometimes it's those little comments that can make the 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 biggest pains in people's lives yeah. uh, one, of, one of my clients specifically sticks out because he um he definitely suffered in that kind of respect because people would just come up to him and say you you look ill you look like death uh, why, why are you so thin and and for some reason it was socially acceptable to do that and yeah. and you know even people he'd never met so he would turn up at a customer's or a potential customer's house to do the work that they would ask him to come around to do and and that's the kind of comments and feedback that we'd get and it it really is a mirror and the reflection of where we are in society that yes. actually people feel quite okay to pass judgment on others yeah. in such a way and and i think that's the reality of life you know even if you know even if everything went well there's always yeah. going to be people that are going to judge you there's always going to be people yeah. that want to put you in their box to think that you're that kind of thing um but it's just rising above it in many respects and being yeah. happy about who you are if, if you are you know, no matter what size or weight or how you look, etc. If you're happy in yourself, then actually that's going to do the best benefit for you of anything. Because yeah. sometimes that that whole fluctuation of you know going up in weight, down in weight, up in weight, down in weight all the time can do more more harm to your body yeah. than actually just maintaining something at a, a specific weight. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I've even had friends say that. Oh, um, oh, you look really thin today. And are you doing too much yoga? No, I've always been. 60 kilos is what I am. <laughs> I've never gone up, never gone down. And yeah, she was obsessed with what, the way I looked. It's like, no. <laughs> and I think sometimes people do it just out of pure kindness. And, yeah. uh, and I'm sure I'm not speaking out of term. My mum was quite worried with me at one point. And oh, no. she, yeah, she goes, you're losing far too much weight. And I said, no, <laughs> this is where I am at the moment. Um, yeah. And uh, she says, oh, I don't believe you. And she actually got the, the bathroom scales out and made me stand on them <laughs> there and then in front of her to prove to her what my weight was. And I yeah. said, look, yeah, so I'm still still quite high. And, and yeah. she goes, oh, I didn't, didn't quite expect that. <laughs> and, and that's the other side of it because it's that comparative thing. So even when people yeah. are doing it out of the... the out of a kindness actually yes. thinking they're yeah. trying to help you yeah it can yeah. sometimes not always come across and you've just got to kind of rise above some of those things sometimes yeah. and realize, yeah. actually is this going to really affect me in every day yeah yeah definitely do you bring other things into it as well like mindfulness or saying always exercise outside or going to the gym or something or moving do you always kind of yeah bring movement into it or well yes nutrition but do you have any kind of other things like meditation or journaling or anything like that. Like uh, journaling, how they are and where they are. 
yeah journaling definitely uh that's got some massive effects um so a hundred percent and we tend to do that in a, in a process by uh, we we have like a weekly check-in uh with most of my clients uh and that's their way of journaling so it's not all about uh, the physical hard numbers you know how yeah, many sessions yeah. you've done what you've been up to what's your weight all those kind of things which are good to track just to know where their yeah. body is but it's those other bits around it so what have you done over the week that's been really good that i've really kind of ex- uh, made you feel happy yeah. because we're in, a, we're in a society where a lot of time we we find the faults quicker than we'll find the the successes yeah. and actually we need to celebrate our successes no matter how small they are because those make you feel good yeah and, and remember them because there's loads of them and, and your, your brain's wired through evolution to find all the trouble spots you know you don't want to be eaten by the saber-toothed tiger or anything um but you don't necessarily remember all the good bits so so reinforcing those as, as kind of part of the checking is one thing and then also the same is you know this means something this week that's really kind of got you down any kind of thing that has caused you problems because again highlighting that trouble shared trouble halved and everything plus yeah. it means that you can put it into context so if you've had a really struggling week with lots of stresses etc um and you've not made the progress you were expecting then you've yeah. got a very clear understanding of where why that is and why that's the case it's not a case of like oh i'm beating myself up because i didn't yeah this, move that get to yeah. this whatever um yeah. becomes a very clear sort of correlation with it yeah yeah and do like, they, no, they, they can kind of find, oh, what am I trying to say, that they they know what their goal is, their end goal, and then they achieve it? Or do they even, change the subject, do they even have cheat days? Because some people will say to me about that, do you ever, do you ever eat rubbish? I'm like, well, yeah, I do. <laughs> to me, it's about a balanced diet. I will like eat cake and I do eat chocolate, but I know that I know actually my body, if I do eat cake an hour later, I feel really tired and sluggish because my, yeah, my glucose levels have dived. And, and I know that, but I know my body so well. And it's trying to teach people about learning how that their body works and how, mm yeah learning what if you did eat that cake it's fine you're not going to put on a, a stone in weight just for eating that cake you you can have that but yeah how do you get around that yeah so you, you you're spot on um and i i try to get people to not think about it as being a cheat day or anything else like yeah. that uh, and it all comes back to your values and what it is that you're trying to achieve because if the value you put on having that piece of cake because it might be your son or daughter's birthday, it might be celebrating 60 years that your parents have been married or something or, or whatever it is, whatever that value is, if that's worth more to you than the goal that you've set for whatever you're trying to achieve, yeah. then denying yourself that piece of cake is going to put yourself under so much more stress and anxiety and all those worry kind of things that, again, it negates any kind of benefit you would have had by not yeah. eating the cake yeah so you've instantly got this kind of big thing so you know whatever you think in your mind it gets manifested in your body everything yeah. starts there so take the whole cheat concept out of it now there's a difference between having an occasional and i'll usually phrase it as something occasional uh snack like that or an occasional meal where you're going out for some reason um versus uh doing it uh, as a habitual thing so for example if, if you're having a wedge of cake every single night uh, no seven nights a week uh, <laughs> and you get to the end of the week and you, you put on like 
two, three kilos. Yeah. It's not going to surprise me. Because, you know, <laughs> you know you, yeah. not only have you got the, the quantity of the cake, which is yeah. inside your body, which is going to start stored, but also because, you know, the, the, the amount of carbohydrates that are in there, you've then got an additional three times the amount of water going to be retained. So you're going to have four times the weight of whatever it is that you're consuming. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I tend to try and take the the psychology piece out of it so that it's no longer a cheat. It's no longer a yeah. forbidden fruit or anything. Because, you know, that dad just entices people to do, you know, everybody likes to have a little bit of danger in their lives and yeah. they find something <laughs> else to have danger in. Uh, and, and likewise, it's it's thinking about that uh, reward element of it. It's, it's taking away uh, food from being a reward. So when you're thinking yeah. about, you know, what happens when you do find that goal, when you actually achieve it, when you're able to do the monkey bars, you're able to go cycling with your kids you're able to fit into that size 10 dress or whatever else it is that you set yourself as a goal yeah then what are you gonna how are you gonna celebrate yeah know? it's all about you know making sure you remember those moments and have a yes. moment to celebrate and, and and finding ways of doing it without bringing food into it so for example it might be you go for a spa day it might be that you 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 buy a book that you've been looking to do it might be yeah. that you treat yourself to a holiday but it's something that is like non-food related so again takes that whole element of, of food being a reward away yes yeah yeah Definitely. Oh, it's so good. I'm learning so much. It's amazing. <laughs> and where can we find you? What's your website or social platforms? Uh, so you'll find me at sharpfitforlife.com. Uh, or, or best off is just go to Facebook uh, in the Facebook page chat fit for life I'm there that tends to be where I post most of the stuff and respond to everybody and things and uh, yeah absolutely welcome to to reach out to me have uh, any kind of conversation even if it's just to ask a bit of a question or uh, get a bit of advice or anything I'm always happy to uh, respond to people but for me, it's uh, the key thing here is about education. It's kind of one of those key pillars I've got. Uh, and, and you touched on it earlier, because once you've kind of understood what it is that you need to do and why you need to do it, it becomes a lot easier than to fit the how around it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And what what age ranges or uh, male, female, non-binary, who do you work with? <laughs> um, so, well, so far, I've had uh, male and female. <laughs> Um, from, uh, trying to think. Yeah, so uh, m most of the people tend to be uh, around about my age. <laughs> so uh, the youngest has been around about thirty, and, and the oldest has been about sixty, sixty-five. Oh, yeah. um, so it's, it's a reasonable spread. Um, yeah. Uh, I do tend to do some bits with my son. He's uh, twenty, uh, so <laughs> tends to be less successful half the time. Um, but again, it, when his friends around, we tend to shout about all sorts of bits and pieces, and they're always intrigued and amazed, and try to kind of go away with all sorts of things that they're going to influence or try. Yeah, yeah, and that's the point actually as well. Do you, with your clients, if they have children, try to get the children involved as well because? Like when I, every, every morning I will do five minutes of yoga, whether or not the kids will be with me or not. And I've got two children, one's seven, one's four. And sometimes I just want it to just be me, but I know that's not going to happen because then they will then come and jump on me or they'll want me to do lunges with them or yeah, I use them as a weight actually. And I know a lot of people don't do that and like, what, what are you doing? How can you do that? <laughs> but I feel that if you are active as an adult, they then see you being active. So they will then grow up to be more active. Do you kind of feel the same? Would you say that or not? I think it is definitely infectious in the fact that once you start to make the changes and, and you, the rest of the people around you start to see those changes, they kind of then start to feel they can make the changes as well. Yeah. Um, 
as to whether you want to actively include your, your children in things or not, I think that's that's got to be a personal decision as to what yes. you want to do. Um, I see there's lots of benefits usually, um, and, and in all sorts of different ways. Like uh, one, one of my clients, he he had a a bit of a Haribo habit, to be frank. So to, to help him break the Haribo habit, we actually got his kids to police the Haribo. <laughs> Um, so, awesome. so basically every time he put, tried to put his fingers in the in the pot you know they'd be there going no dad you can't do this and, and <laughs> that's they really good because they were, they were what uh, five and seven oh and so similar to yours actually yeah actually, and uh yeah so they just love this idea that they could tell dad off kind of <laughs> you know get dad mum dad's been in the Harry room <laughs> uh, but that kind of really helped him because actually it kept him on track and on yeah. target um and the daft things that happened there as well because he started eating better to, to make sure his nutrition was right he started cooking more at home uh, yeah. which meant actually as a family they they took less takeouts and things yeah uh, so the whole family kind of benefited from that and then also silly things like they were looking at their own portion control as well yeah, so yeah. it's amazing how these little things kind of creep yeah. up so for example yeah. um I think for him, sort of like a, a 66 grams worth of rice is roughly about the, the amount he should have as a portion yeah. in his uh, his meals if he's going to have some carbohydrates. Um, and, and when he kind of looked at what he would normally be doing, he'd be taking like the half kilo bag of rice, cooking it <laughs> for the four of them and splitting it. Wow. Um, so, you know, and it's just unconscious. You don't think yeah. about these type of things, but then yeah. all of a sudden he's like thinking, actually, no, I don't need to do that. Yeah. Um, and that then had a knock on effect because their finance became better because they weren't spending as much food <laughs> on takeaway on food. As yeah. Much money, sorry. So <laughs> it's amazing how the simple little changes again just yes. trickle throughout the whole of people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is portion control is massive actually i was saying to a friend yesterday about it and and you don't really realize it until someone says about it like you don't need to pile up your plate so it's a mountain just have a little bit or actually i've said in the past to another client uh, have a smaller plate and fill that up but not till it's a mountain just just enough and then yeah try and so also sit at the table and talk about your day if you can do with with your family and not watch tv because if you're watching tv you're just you're just eating for the sake of it as in yes you're eating your dinner but you're not actually physically thinking about what you're putting in your mouth so yeah, yeah that's yeah and that's kind of one of those elements you, you, you talked about mindfulness earlier and meditation and things like that and that actually is where things like that that can come into play because you, you're mindfully eating what you're doing as opposed to being mindlessly doing it not trying to fit it in amongst everything else yeah uh, and and same with things like if you are going to exercise uh, then exercise with purpose you know mindfully do it uh, yeah. and that can create that kind of same feeling in meditation if for example a lot of the work that I will do will be gym based. It will be yep. exercise related resistance training. I see as being one of the kind of key pivotal points that kind of helps everything else go along because yeah. if you've got that right, your cardio becomes better, your flexibility can become better, etc. Um, but I get people to really concentrate on that that connection between their mind and their muscle because yeah. if you're really trying to squeeze just that one muscle, you're trying to get that one to fire, then you can't be thinking about anything else. You can only really have that connection in play. And because you're doing that, you're actually creating a form of meditation because everything yes. else becomes secondary. Yeah. Um, so for that, so like 40 minutes an hour or whatever, you're going to be going to the gym. If you can get added benefits, such as being able to use that as a meditation session by just creating the mind-muscle connection, then that, again, just helps. It's just yeah, one yeah. other thing that helps de-stress you and really brings focus back into what's going on. Yeah. Plus, 
you get the added benefit of being able to work your muscles out better. Yeah. yeah. Two for one deal. (laughs) Definitely. And what two things can everyone take away from today? Although we've probably covered everything anyway. (laughs) Oh, crumbs. Yeah, we've probably covered covered everything. Uh, I think, yeah, just uh, de-stress. Definitely take less stress in your life. That's one one absolute positive. Um, Whatever you can do to kind of create that little bit of space, do that. And uh, no matter how small and how insignificant it might feel to yourself it will actually do you a world of good in any kind of way shape or form yeah. and probably the other kind of thing to to keep in mind along with kind of de-stressing um is really just just whatever you do just do it with purpose and consistency yeah so that you know you're going to get the benefit out of the time with whatever you're doing whether that's food whether that's nutrition whether that's yoga whether that's uh, mental stimulation whatever it is that you're doing and then do it regularly and often because if you can do that you will achieve whatever goal you've set out to achieve yeah definitely oh thank you it's been so interesting to have you on thank you so much for being here you're welcome and thank you for inviting me it's been lovely i've enjoyed the conversation hopefully others will get benefit from the podcast as well yes yes we will do definitely oh thank you and i will see you very soon will do take care oh so as always i would love to hear your thoughts about this episode so please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at yogi Gemma. i'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts and thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode i will be back next week with another one another fun episode for you guys to listen to and also please leave a review on itunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me so thank Thank you, thank you, thank you so much and I will see you very soon. Music.